It's like real big time stuff. No, I just picture the the Wayne's World where they're filming the TV show and they're trying to teach the guy how to do like the silent countdown. Right. Yeah. Pull that <laughs> mic in a little bit closer to you. But okay. there you go. Perfect. Um, what do you more mean? Than Jason, we're going to do this one a little earlier than normal. Normally, I don't let you take Yeah, you, usually I don't get released for any podcast up till post 2 p.m. You know what's funny, Jason? Every Almost every day I call you on your lunch break. Yes, you do. I'm like, well aware of that fact. <laughs> every time I'm like, call, whatever it is about that time slot, I'm like, let me call Jason real quick. And then everybody in the shop's why. like, he's on break. He's on his lunch. And I'm like, well, whatever. And he, you never answer your phone on your lunch break. You want to know why? <laughs> because that's the time of day it finally slows down enough that I can usually step away. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's it's almost a ritual. It's, it's turned into a joke. It's like almost oh, it's, every time. it's three to four times a week for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm consistent. Whatever it is, it's not before, it's not after. I want to talk to you on your lunch break. Uh, on my lunch break. Call the cell yep. phone. I'll have it with me. I got to take <laughs> care of all this train wreck we got going outside mm. usually during lunch breaks. Yeah. Uh, we got a guest here today. It's uh, his, his name is, well, I don't even know how. Kevin is yeah. illegal. <laughs> he doesn't illegal know name. <laughs> no, that's fine. Most people don't know my first name's Kevin. I've just gone by Mike my whole life because it was easier for my parents to yell. I call people the wrong names all the time, so it don't matter. Like True story. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, let me turn Jason down a little bit. Um, you go by Mike, right? Yes. How did you get the name Mike? It's my middle name, Michael. Okay. Mike. So well, that was easy. <laughs> when we were interviewing, we were like, um, so, so new employee, your first day was yesterday. Right. Yep. So I, I thought, you know, I'm going to pull you in on this podcast. We're going to talk about some antennas. You've been asking a ton of questions. And so I thought maybe you'll be a good one to, to bring in on this. So um, it's like a training slash informative podcast. We just throw people in the fire and like watch them squirm. So that's, that's fine. That's the, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> so tell, tell us a little bit about you. I know we did an interview with you, but you had some military. Background. So I'm a. Uh... I am a retired Coast Guard veteran. Uh, I have to say medically retired. I did it about 14 years before I broke too many bones and couldn't deploy. Right. Um, I grew up in Southern California, uh, oh. Kern County. I forgot of... that part. We might have not let <laughs> we'll you edit that part out. <laughs> I, I, I don't brag about that. I've spent more time stationed in Oregon and Washington, and I just kind of claim the Pacific Northwest. Right. Um, grew up in a real conservative county farm com uh, community. It's called Tehachapi. It's an old Indian word for uh, summer home because it was cooler in the summer than the freaking Mojave Desert. Right. Um, joined the Coast Guard right out of high school because I wanted to rebel and didn't want to go to college. Uh, first unit was Coast Guard Station, San Francisco. I did four years in the San Francisco Bay. Really eye-opening for a kid that grew up in a town with one stoplight. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, a lot of cool people, a lot of cool missions. I got to work with, you know, all the local agencies, FBI, you know, Marshall, Search and Rescue, Aces and Navigation. I did just about the whole mission the Coast Guard did. Right. Um, after... About four years, I went off to Virginia for the first time where I received my A school training where I became a gunner's mate. I knew from that point I had done a lot of small boat search and rescue and I wanted to get underway and deploy. Uh, I was then assigned to the Coast Guard Cutter Alert based out of Astoria, Oregon. And that's kind of where I fell in love with the Pacific Northwest. Um, I got into, I got away from 
my hobbies of video games and, you know, paintball and quads and started getting into the off-roading a little more, more of the gun culture, shooting, stuff like that. Um, at that point, I had tried previously, but had no luck. And I tried once more. I said, if I didn't get this assignment I want, I'll take the job offer from Portland PD after spending some time at Rosefest in 2012. Um, I put in an application, got an offer. But instead, I choose, chose to go to the Coast Guard's mission overseas, uh, Pat Force Wa, Pacific Forces, Southwest Asia. I spent a year over there working with the Navy, Army, and some of the other military branches, where I got a lot more experience with the heavier weapons, uh, double 50 cal. What were you guys doing over there? So a big part of our mission at that time was shifting away from the territorial protection because Iraq was becoming more stable. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of uh, anti-piracy patrols, a lot of quality of life boardings. What's that like? Like that anti, I mean, uh, is it like you see on these videos where you guys are like hauling ass and running over little boats and shit? I I, kind of wish. It are, we didn't do too much piracy. If we did, we were tracking boats for the Navy or for other countries because we were smaller. The 110-foot cutters have a smaller radar signature. We are much better at going dark. Um, we are much better at un- going under. So it was like sneaky stuff, not like right. running shit over. Right. I wouldn't say we were like super spies. but Man, I was hoping you are going to have some better stories than that. Oh, I got plenty of stories. <laughs> I was like, I want to hear some running like, shit over. Being like, well, we've, oh, we've smoked some, that boat. We've run some stuff over, but never anything fun or good. Usually the kind of stuff that gets us stuck or sunk. Oh. <laughs> so, but I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk welcome about to, Welcome to the hound world. That's <laughs> yeah, what we yeah. do. Is we run shit over. Like, oh, there was a stump under that, that snow berm. Uh, so that was, uh, I got a lot of, the biggest part I took away from that was the experience. I got to play with some new tech from the Navy, but I found I really enjoyed the larger guns, the the, the 50 cal. We prototy- re-prototyped and brought out a dual-mounted system, mm-hmm. which was, if you've ever shot a M2 50 cal, that's a lot of fun. But two of them at the same time, that's a whole nother level of fun. Yeah. Um, at that point, coming from little boats, big. I mean, I want to hear some boats. So, what does that do to a boat? That's what I want to um, know. Shreds it. Mm. Um, right. We had a lot of standard ammo, but if we did have targets, we would use the armor piercing stuff. And from my experience on the ranges and um, doing a lot of training, it it'll shred any standard boat. I mean, they're all thin aluminum, thin yeah. steel, fiberglass. Um, that's why stateside, the 50 cal isn't a standard. We use the 240, the 7.62 round a lot more. Um, right. A little more accurate, much more controllable, and your, you know, your weapon safety rules know your target. Right. What's beyond it? Well, it's a little more clear. Before we get too much into the weeds, give us a good, a good story. Well, your favorite story from, <laughs> from the pirate stuff or whatever. Um, you want my favorite story or how about, um, so you can I think was, about it. You can I, think okay. about it. I was, I was going to give you an option cause I've got the, I've got a good fun story and then I've got the, the two stories behind how I was medically retired. I got two versions of the story <laughs> and it's usually pretty good, really? uh, but I'll let you guys decide. Well, let's go. Okay. I don't want to get too much into the weeds. Like we got to have a short story. Okay. So think of a short one. Okay. And then we're going to cover on this podcast what we started for was I want to cover antennas. So we just released our 
our new version of the tough skin antennas, which are the color. Awesome. Yeah, you got some, right? You've seen them in I got Wisconsin. one, yeah, to try out. The, the prototype. Um, we got them in last week. And uh, I want to talk about the antennas and the antenna build and how some of that, you know, there's, you'd think it's just pretty basic, which it used to be pretty basic, but there's a lot of history sometimes in, in antennas. And so um, I want to I want to go through, and, and I don't know if we're going to record this so that we can put it on the video, but I got a bunch of different antennas here that we've been collecting. I don't know if you can see all these. These are all different types of antennas from different suppliers and stuff that we're going to go over, and I want to kind of take a quick... Oh, I'm dropping shit all over the place. And then I wanted to cover, these are our tough skin antennas along with Garmin's antennas. Before this podcast, I ran into our, our service shop and I told Mike, I said, I want the most effed up antennas that got chewed on. <laughs> um, so I got a bunch of antennas that um, were chewed on a little bit. And you can see, because I, I want to see the difference between our green tough skins and the new, what I'm hoping the new ones are going to hold up like um, and see if I can claim if they're chew proof. So stand by. Anyways. I mean, I've got a teething Australian Shepherd at home and two teething children. We could send one home and let them test it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got plenty of customers right now that have been terrorizing our antennas for years. Um, I don't think, like I said, I'll just, I'll just let the cat out of the bag. I don't think we're going to claim these are true proof. They're not true proof. Like, I don't think we can make an antenna that's true proof. So it's a solid just... steel rod poking out of the side <laughs> of the collar. Yeah, even then dogs will be like, whatever. So um, anyways, the big thing about our antennas is the color, which let me grab one here. Um, this is one of the antennas we, we had on our website. And it was a colorful antenna. We had them in different colors. And... I've never really liked this this style where it's it's really really um, whippy. You know what I mean? There's there's no. It's like a wet spaghetti noodle. Mm-hmm. Is, we, there, is there ways to secure that to the collars and keep it from whipping around, or do you need it? Some people out zip there? tie them. Okay. Some, yeah. But does it need to be it's, extended out to for for uh, signal, or does that really matter? I don't think it matters that much. Okay. I, I wouldn't say there's a couple things we did wrong. And I've, I've I've explained this to a lot of customers. One is the 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 manufacturer company person who makes these, right? They call them an extended range antenna. And and so I don't know who. I'm not going to blame names. I I know it wasn't me, and I'm going to say it probably wasn't Jason because Jason's not a technical person. He don't mess with the computer or the the website nope. too much, although I try to give them to more. But anyways, we messed up and we used that language. We called this a, an extended range antenna on our website for about a year. This is how long they've been selling these. And so when I seen that last week or two weeks ago, I was like, holy shit. Like, that's not how I would describe this antenna. Um, the word extended range antenna kind of dates back to like some of the very first Garmin callers that came out, like the DC-30 and DC-40. They had a, a, a copper coil wrapped antenna that would often break, and it was a, it was it was much shorter. You know, it was, it was maybe God it had to be like seventeen inches, sixteen inches yeah. in length. And so, a lot of us, you know, houndsmen started making these cable style antennas 
that were getting better range than what Garmin was providing on the DC-30 and the DC-40 antenna. And they were also more durable. And so the word extended range antenna alone wasn't necessarily incorrect, but it was outdated. Meaning everything we sell now, this antenna, I wouldn't consider extended range antenna versus what we sell on a 15X or you know, a TT-15 or a Mini or a DC-50, any of those are going to have about the same distance, you know, same type of antenna. So I don't think you're going to get any performance difference on those. And so that was, that was strike number one. When I looked at that, I was like, crap, how many people do we mislead by having that, um, you know what I mean, that, that name there? Um, so that was the first thing. The second thing was is it's a thicker build, so it's it's much thicker than any antenna we've offered previously, especially um, considering our our current tough skins. Are you still hearing this? Okay. Yeah, I hear you, but it, okay. it just kicked me. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, and so the the thickness of the cable can be challenging for some people to get into the uh, the antenna keeper. You know what I mean? If I have one here, like the whole so it fits but man it's it's you got to work it it's tight like, probably need a little bit of soap you know whatever but you, so that was another thing that was like oh we had a lot of customers like man i had a really hard time getting that through the the holes in the antenna keeper you were asking earlier about how right. to hold it in position that's what these guys do is they hold it in position and so um they would would work and the third thing is the flexibility so I always worry that as my dog's running, you're about gonna, putting your eye out. I'm yeah, hurt they're, myself. they're flogging themselves. Yeah, I'm like, man, I, I so so those are the three things I don't like about this antenna that we offered. Is number one, we labeled it wrong on our website. That's our fault. We shouldn't have done that. Number two, we should have probably um, explained the diameter and the thickness and the fact that it's a little bit thicker. And number three, we should have explained that it's much more um, flexible than the antennas that we currently sold, which is what we would call our, our original tough skin antennas. So um, after thinking about it, we made the decision that it was like, we're going to call every single customer that bought one of these antennas and we offered to replace them with our new colorful tough skin. I don't know. Version. What are we calling these, Jason? I think the, just the tough skin version two, version two color. I don't know, whatever, yeah. whatever we're calling them. So we made a list. I I asked Jess to pull numbers and see every single customer that's ordered one of these antennas, and we offered them to replace it. And Buddy was on the phone for two days. Two days, I was pretty much that. two days straight between the two of us. <laughs> I'm I'm done with phone calls for the next two years. I'm good. He wasn't joking when he said he needed to get on the phone more. He just hammered it all out in two days. So yeah, just get on. It was good for me. I enjoyed talking with some of the customers. That was awesome. Um, yeah, connecting and listening. Everybody's in did, good moods when you're giving free stuff too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody yeah, turned yeah, it down. Not a one of them turned down free stuff. <laughs> but there was a couple of them that were pretty like sketchy in the beginning. When you get it, when you get a call from an eight five five number, you know, like. <laughs> Like, and I sound like a recording anyway, apparently, when I answer the phone. Yeah, you'd call up and you'd be like, hey, is, is Joe there? And, and you're like, uh, <laughs> m- maybe. <laughs> who wants to know? Yeah, who wants to know? Trust I'm not collecting bills today. No, 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 not a bill collector. I'm just here to offer free shit. Um, once you talk to him and, and explain what the deal was, 
I've, I had some customers that are like, yeah, I threw that thing away. I hated that thing. You know, I put it on, didn't like it, yep. threw it in the trash. And I'm like, well, perfect. That's what we're calling you about. We want to get that replaced. I had some customers that were like, no, I like the idea that it's whippy. And so I'm like, as with everything, there's no there's no agreement on anything. So I got, <laughs> there's some customers that like this, this type of antenna. And there's the some majority that, did not. <laughs> majority, I would say, do not. How how far back did, did you guys go a as year. far as a year? Okay, a year. Yeah, we went back a, a whole year, and every antenna that we sold with, with this type. So if you if you look, and so here's here's our orange one. If you if you bring a little bit of, I'm gonna just coil them a little bit because that's what I would do when I put them on. So you can see that our orange antennas hold some some stiffness or whatever so that they They're don't move. Erect. You know what I mean? Like they hold their form much better. Form. Yes. There you go. Whatever. <laughs> the technical term. <laughs> and, and it's, it's important for a couple of different reasons. Um, man, you got some noise going back in the background, Jason. I can mute it. It's anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> you got a you got a revolt happening, Jason. <laughs> that many puppies is, is probably not helping. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, so w- one of the things that I wanted to get fixed was the firmness or whatever whatever the technical term of that is to fix this antenna was getting it where it sticks up. So if you have it up, it's gonna stick up and as the dog's running, it's not gonna whip the dog in the face. So that's that's accomplishment number one. Now there's a couple things I want to cover on this, and this is where it kind of gets in the technical weeds and why I want to do a podcast on it because it's a long format. So um, there's several different ways you can get rigidness out of it. There's two major ways, right? One is the cable inside the coating, right? And the second is using the coating. So there's two components of an antenna: the the steel cable. And the coating, right? You follow me? Give me a nod. Yep. Okay. What's dangerous, and I'm going to give you a little bit of um, insider information about a dangerous way of doing it by getting the cable stick, because I've done that like about 10 years ago. We had some red antennas that we used a, a, a sturdy cable with a flexible PVC type coating. And so we got the rigidness that we wanted. We were like, oh, yeah, these are going to be awesome. And we were like, we were like, you're sitting around looking at them like, these are going to be the best antennas ever. We're going to sell piles of them. And what happened was is we sold quite a few of them. Luckily, we weren't as big as we are now. But um, as the dog ran, it wiggled and, and, and it put a stress point. And it was about three and a half inches up. The antennas started snapping off. And you want to talk about puckering up you know the first time you're like oh that can't happen you know what i mean you're like yeah it was a, it's a yeah that's a, you did something absolutely wild this is a one in a million right good right. job bud y- your dog's kind of weird yeah. he must run funny he must be like a three-legged dog that runs <laughs> weird backwards and shit you know what I mean? you can't no you can't break a cable i mean that cable's rated it so many wait but and then the second call came in same thing three and a half inches i'm like hmm so is that that must have been right at the point where that keeper on the collar kind of stops and it this, starts getting free this play. was long before oh, DC fifties okay. so long before these keepers these were this was in the DC thirty DC forty days this was this was the beginnings of tough skin development you know what I mean like this was right. Garmin hadn't gone to tough skins yet we were we were 
we were changing Garmin's collars because Garmin's collars were breaking. And the way Garmin's collars would break on the DC 30s and 40s, it was a copper wire that was round around, uh, wound around a little white coating. Okay. And so they would break that little copper wire, but you wouldn't know it because the, the coating, the, the rubber housing right. hit it. And so so we would have a lot of customers that would have no range. And we'd be like, yeah, your antenna's broke. And they're like, no, it isn't. I can see it's great. And I'm like, no, no, really. It's broke on the inside. You can't see it. And so we were going to replace with cable. And the first ones we replaced were that that galvanized coating you could get at the hardware store. You know what I mean? Basically like this is nice, super whippy. It's got a clear coating. You get that stuff at the hardware store, no problem, right? You're Dip basically it. just like plastic dipping it. Yeah, yeah. And so... But again, that whipped the dog and it wasn't great. And so we wanted to go with a stiffer cable. And so we went and had some cable built and we used a, a one by seven cable build, which was very similar to this. It was, it was thick, you know, I don't want to say too thick, but it had some form to it. But after the second call, the third call, the fourth call where people were breaking that antenna off three and a half inches up. I mean, honestly, it was like, oh shit, we got this is a this is a problem you know what i mean so that was our our lesson so we learned the hard way why you shouldn't build a cable and i got one of our competitors cables in my hand a cable like this you know what i mean so this is this is a cable that is out there that they're getting their their stiffness their rigidness they're getting it from the cable so the coating is flexible but the cable is 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 where the the Form, whatever. You got to come up with a better name for me. Rigidity. Rigidity. I can't even say that word, but we'll try that one. The that rigidity work? comes from their their stainless steel cable. So you follow me, Jason? You follow me? Oh, yeah, I'm following Mike? you. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a look at Garmin's because Garmin does a good job of... Um, their construction got, on the antennas is nice. So Garmin's antennas, I, I had one tore apart. Let me find There's it here. just a pile of cables over there. Yeah, there's like pile 50 of... antennas for people who don't watch okay. the video. He's just got this massive antenna. You can see, yeah. So you can see this is a Garmin factory antenna. So I tore one apart. The first thing I can tell you is the cable is flexible, right? So I can I can bend. I mean, it's I can shrink it to there. If I look at um, that cable I had in my hand, which is a a competitor's. See, it's starting to kink. As I, I mean, it, it doesn't want to go much more than that. If I take Garmin's, you can see I can get a really nice tight loop before it flops out. So the cable is, is, is going to be flexible, right? But if you look at the coating side, the coating is what gives it the, the rigidness. Rigid. Yeah, the <laughs> rigidity. That sounds professional and shit. I like it. Okay. Makes sense? So two ways of building your rigidity in your cable. The way I don't recommend, the way I did it. I mean, young buddy, young W, we're going to screw some. We, you sold a we say, bunch of them, too. Not nearly as many as we would have, like today. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to make that figured that one out. I don't, yeah, I don't want to make that mistake today. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not a bad thing early on to learn, mm -hmm. is y you have this brilliant idea, and it works great until it doesn't. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're backtracking, figure out what's wrong, and now you've opened up a new path of understanding 
how these antennas work, all these different features. So now you brings you to the product you have today. Exactly. And, and that's the hard part is, is if you just look at this cable and, and so this is one that I, I've seen online and I'll tell you, I, I got two of these. Um, and it was funny. I was heading to, to, um, Michigan and I was like, I was listening to a, a I was on Facebook or something on the plane ride going to Michigan for Michigan Bear Hunter Association. And and I was seeing these posts about these antennas stick up. You know what I mean? You want an antenna that sticks up in the air. And, and they're really bragging on the fact that the antenna sticks up. And so I'm on my plane. You know, I'm like, huh. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I wonder how they're doing that. You know what I mean? Like there, there's two ways of doing it. There's the, there's the way that we did it the first time which sucked, you know what I mean? Like, and, and we learned our lesson. The hard, I always say we do it nice because we do it twice. You know what I mean? First time we screwed it up and the second time. You know, we, measure once, cut twice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was just thinking in my head, I was like, yeah, um, they are, there, there is, a, they do have a valid point that if the antenna's sticking up, you, you should get better range. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't know how much, but that's a good thing to have is your antenna sticking up in the air. The higher the antenna, the better range you're going to get. I, I do agree with that former thinking but in my head i'm thinking there's two ways of doing that you know what i mean like i learned the hard way there's two ways of doing it right so way I was, wrong way. So, so i'm sitting there in michigan and no shit i mean i'm just sitting there and i'm and this this guy walks up to me and i'm not i don't want to use a name or anything but and he comes up to me and goes he's kicking tires you know what i mean i can tell he's you know wanting to talk but he comes up to me and he's like so he grabs one of our green antennas he goes so these uh do you think these will stick up? You know what I mean? And I'm thinking, <laughs> I know what you, I said. Yeah, you looked at that Facebook post, didn't you? And he looks at me like, what? And I go, you know, and I explained to him. I said, man, I, I'm telling you, I wish I could get my hands on it. The, the guy who's selling them won't sell me one. I know he won't. Like, he'd cancel my order if I tried to buy one. I wonder why. <laughs> he don't like me. But I was like, and I, I was honest with him. I said, I don't know how they're doing it. I said, I haven't seen one of their antennas. And um, I said, I learned the hard way. There's two ways to do that. And and I'm not going to make the mistake twice. So I said, if he's doing it right, absolutely great. And he goes, well, there's two antennas over here on the, on the, um, they, they donated. And I'm like, really? Because I, I want other, I, I, I normally, when I show up to these banquets, I'll, I'll buy some raffle tickets. I want to support the club. So I always try to buy some raffle tickets and, and uh, you, I'm mean, like, you mean you're just trying to get a hold of the competitor? Yeah, product. yeah. But he wouldn't sell me one. And I had already spent all my raffle tickets, so I'm like, son of a bitch! Like I just went through 200 raffle tickets. I would have put them all on his antennas. It'd be like everyone they would have, because he had some, some of the the big antennas, like truck antennas. Anybody that listens, they know who I'm talking about. But he had some big. There's there's some drama there behind it. But anyways, he had the big antennas, and he had these antennas, and. Uh, the antennas were underneath, so you didn't see the, the the collar antennas. But I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, that'd have been some funny shit. That would have been raffling off the the raffle prizes. And anybody that knows the drama would have been like, Buddy Woodbury, winner, you would to be the Santana. All five antennas that he donated, I would have been like, Buddy Woodbury. I would have put all twenty two hundred tickets in that one bucket. And everybody in the room would have been like, Man, Buddy really wants those antennas. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, I had already spent all my tickets. So I, I couldn't put it. I didn't put a single ticket in there because I didn't want to be awkward when this guy's, you know, donation is not being a, a dick. Oh, then don't take me anywhere because uh, you'd be like, I want that. You'd be like, 
Let's I go. I'm doing this. I didn't have to. <laughs> this is the best part about it. Is I'm sitting there at the, the show, and the, the, that guy walks back over to me. He just hands one and sets it on my desk, on my table. And I'm like, son of a bitch. He goes, you want it? It's yours. And he just hands it to me. <laughs> and I'm like, and so there was two of them there. And so the next one, I seen who won it, and it was another friend. And I'm like, hey, do you really want that antenna? I, I got a couple here. So I, he's like, nope, it's yours. So I got both antennas that were donated <laughs> at that event. I walked out with both of them. How that happens, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, man, I'm sorry. I, I feel bad. I should probably I mean, it's all I should apologize. No shit. 30 hours, 30 hours from seeing that post, I have two of them in my hands. Like, how does that happen? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. So anyways, he brings it over to me. I take my my knife off my pocket, and I because I told him I said I wanted to do. I, I I mentioned it before I bought it. I said I'd like to. I always like to dissect things. I took my knife and I skinned it, and this is the antenna. And um, they're building it differently. I'm going to be very honest. They the the cable that I built was a one by seven build. This is a one by twenty one build. I think um, for the cable build. So 21 so, individual strands. Yep, 21 individual solid core strands. And so they are getting the, the stiffness out of the cable, which I don't like. I, I won't sell this antenna. Um, mine broke within a couple months. My suspicion is is these might break. They'll last longer than the red ones that I built early on because um, I had seven solid cores. They got 21, so I think there is some more flexibility There's on these. Um, I think there is some more give. Maybe they last all you know years and years and years. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not taking the gamble. But um, I will tell you, if they break a couple months, a year from now, it's a world of hurt for for people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Knowing well, what it, I went yeah, through. I think it would depend on how long they last because you look at things like service life. Um, depending on how much it's ran or, you know, the use it gets, that could just be the product's service life. Maybe it gets a year or if you're running it hard, maybe it gets six months. Well, I don't, I'll be honest with you. That's not a, an acceptable answer for me. If my right, dog's right. out in the woods and it breaks an antenna off during a hunt, that's right. a failure I don't want. So whether that's a year from now, whether that's two years from now, whether that's four years from now, okay. I don't want my antenna breaking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that meant, that makes sense. Cause, well, cause and it, you go it, back, like you had mentioned the zip tie thing. I can't, in my opinion, something like that or the old tough skins. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw it a lot because obviously I was in, had my own shop going, so I was kind of doing the same thing Buddy was doing and trying to find the best antennas. And, and the guys that zip tie antennas, those stiffer cables, I think that they feel it the worst because that mm-hmm. is a, an immediate pivot point. And it's a flex point, so those yeah. cables are going to rock right there, and that's where they'll snap every time yeah. is right at a zip tie. Yep. So, all that story to tell number one, I thought it, I thought it was I got a good chuckle out of it that within 30, 30 hours I got to, I got to dissect the antenna I wanted. Um, a couple other things, I'm not just picking on their antenna. There's a couple antennas here I got actually. Mike, Mike handed me two antennas here, which is like they call the a glow tough. These were off of a, a DC-30, so I don't know if this design's changed anymore. But again, most of the antennas I see on the market uh, have, have more flexibility to them. Um, and and I see a lot of them come up with uh, a different coating that, that, that you like. And so 
Um, this is a, I think that what they call the super antenna, you know what I mean? Like it's got a little more flex. It's, it's better than, than the noodles that we were selling. You know what I mean? So there's just a ton of different antennas out there and they're all built a little bit differently. So what we did and what I did was I, I kind of took a look at all how they were built and we went with, so our, our, we should just talk about our green ones, our original green tough skins, which will probably end of life. There's no benefit. The functional part of the antenna is the cable, right? So, so the cable, the stainless steel part, we, we use stainless steel. Not everybody uses stainless steel. Some people use galvanized. Um, is there, uh, I mean, radio signals, basically electricity. Is there a conductivity difference between the materials? There or? is. And let me get back to that in a minute because okay. I, I got an, another thought that I'm playing with, but I, I, I'm worried about that. So I want to, don't let me forget to circle back on that. I want to talk about copper. But we use a stainless steel 316 cable. Um, I don't know what the specs of Garmin is. I suspect it's very similar. It, I mean, it looks almost exactly the same. So I think Garmin's using a 316 stainless steel cable. Again, they're not giving me specs on their build. Um, a lot of, you know, this, I'm just going to say that the antenna that I, I worry about with stiffness, they're using, it looks like a stainless steel. I don't think it's 316. I mean, it's a little bit more brighter when I look at it. So it's a little different. Um, I, I'm not going to say that, 316 stainless steel is the only stainless steel that people need to use. It's just the one that we use. It's a really good build. It holds up oxidization and stuff like that. Um, and then there's some, if I look at like um, the antennas that I don't like, which those are like a galvanized cable. So the like the, old school standard telemetry collar antenna. Yep. Yep. Standard Corrodes. telemetry collars, what you can get at the hardware store, um, those types of things. When I look at this, you can see that it's a galvanized. And actually, I'm not a good cable expert, so I don't know if the the antenna, the guy that doesn't like me, if he's using galvanized. I don't think it is. I think it's somewhere between a galvanized and a stainless build. But the but the really whippy ones are using galvanized cable. So that's not going to determine the, the the strength of the cable. It's going to determine the conductivity of the cable. And I haven't seen a ton of difference between um, using galvanized, using stainless steel for the, the function of an antenna. Meaning somebody might get a little bit better range out of this one or that one, but we're not going to say, oh, you're going to get better range out of anything because antennas just, they make us liars. Every time I try to talk about antenna well, distance. I, I mean, I do know that, you know, you galvanize something to protect it because your carbon steel is going to rust quicker. It's going to degrade quicker. Quicker stainless is going to essentially. It's, it's yep. not supposed to rust, but it's. I mean, still can. But it's going to last longer. Your yeah. galvanized material is a little cheaper, but it's more susceptible to corrosion. Right. Yeah. And so that's why we pick stainless steel. We, okay. we build off of stainless steel because I want them to last right long, even if it gives me a little bit of signal deg degradation you know what i mean if i lose a little bit of signal but i have an antenna that works and again I'll, I'll cover this a little bit more on different materials but we've chosen to go stainless steel because i want a long lasting antenna i don't want failures at a year i don't want failures at a year and a half you know what i mean i don't want antennas breaking i want them to last for a well and with, with a, a stainless steel is is a hard metal 
But if you do get somebody that calls you in six months and says, hey, this thing broke, okay, that's weird. And then that's just when you start, what happened? What were you doing? Mm -hmm. It may be a crazy one-off or, you know, you catch the pattern early. But most of the time with stuff like stainless steel, like a denting or a breaking, it's like, okay, you did something wild. We need to talk about it and figure out what happened because that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they had a guarantee. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we give a two-year warranty on our on our collars, and we'll stand by our antennas. So, yeah, um, Not collars. Collar not antennas. Tough skin antennas. antennas. Tough skin antennas. W-branded. <laughs> so, so to circle back, that's the coating, right? 316th stainless steel cables, what ours are built of. The other ones are built with different galvanized, stain, you know, different forms of stainless, it looks like. Um, there's some that are built solid core one by, like I said, this one is a one by 27 build. This one that is really flexible is, uh, a little bit of a thicker cable and it's, it's, uh, even more than, than ours as far as flexibility. And so it's just, it, it, it makes a big difference on the, the build. The second portion of the, the, the collar antennas is the coating. Okay. And so. This is where if you'd put a flexible cable, the, you know, this galvanized cable with a flexible, what this is called a PVC coating. So a lot of our leashes and leads are made out of this PVC coating. It's, if I dig my nails into it, I can, I can dig into the coating, right? So it's a, it's a soft, what they call a PVC coating. That gives it really, it's not going to break, but it's, it's really uh, wiggly. There's no rigidness to it. Um, easy to strip. I can take my knife on this on the soft pvc coating oh man just cut it right up I, I just cut it right off so you can see on there one slice with the, the with the knife I get my fingernails and i just strip it right so i stripped this flexible coating with a pvc coating very easily okay so that's pvc coating a lot of antennas are using pvc coating um if i take another one I haven't even, I don't, this glow tough. Okay. I don't know who makes this one. I think it may be outdoor dogs by sorry, Billy. I like Billy, but I can tell you. And these antennas, um, Ocean's not going to watch this video. Are they? <laughs> yep. So again, I can take my knife and I can just slice it. And, uh, there's a little bit of, um, so this is a, 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 I think this is a PVC coating, but I think it's a, a, a more uh, infused. So if I look at it. Well, I mean, and that's not, I'm brand new to the, I don't want to say the hunting world, but the hunting world with dogs. And from one of the most dangerous things someone can say, from my experience, like being out in the field, um, or going out in the woods and seeing something that can cut easily that's you know that's a you know a barbed wire snag a, you know a stick or a stone abrasion away from now your coating's ripped now you've exposed your stuff to corrosion to moisture like yeah. to me like seeing that i'm obviously biased because i work here but i'm like i don't necessarily like that i, I don't see the long term of a coating yeah. like that so this antenna I, I have not torn one of these apart i just did it on on the air um it was a little bit harder of a pvc coating than than the ones that i would say the leashes are made out of and, and the ones that we sold previously um, i still think it's a pvc coating it's got a little bit of infused into the cable 
And and the one thing I'll say about this antenna is this may be redeveloped because this came off a of DC thirty, and there's no physical way a guy's going to get this on a on a, a TT fifteen. So this antenna is too thick to fit on a, a, a TT fifteen. So I might be looking at a collar an antenna that's that's no longer um, available. I don't know, but that that would be one. If I take a look at the second build, so those are PVC coatings. Normally, you can tell a PVC coating because you take your your thumbnail and you can dig into the antenna. So it's just soft. If you grab the antenna and you dig into it, you're not gonna your your fingernail is not gonna start cutting that 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 plastic coating. Okay. The second type of of coating is uh, urethane. So that's where our green antennas came in at. So we went back to the drawing board because we went with the a, a, a rigid antenna the first time with a a PVC red coating, we came up with an antenna that broke, and this was you know 12 years ago or whatever it was. We went back to the drawing board, worked with the, with with companies, and came up with a a flexible cable, but used the coating to get the 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 form out of it. And so we came up with a polyurethane coating. And so if you take your fingernails and try to dig into that, it's you're just not going to. It's it's much harder. It's a lot harder. You know what I mean? Yeah, you take a knife. I'm not saying you can't cut it, right? But your knife's going to want to slide off of it. Whereas on a on a PVC coating, it really starts to dig in a little bit, right? So the hardness of the the coating is much more rough. The second thing is is, and I got to try and not cut myself here, but when I cut it, like my first cut didn't even go down to the cable, right? I I got to take two stabs because. I'm cutting and I got to whittle it. So I'm, I'm almost, I can't get my knife blade to sit on the cable and strip it. So, so stripping this is, is really difficult because it's infused it's like into the cable. into the cable. Exactly. It's really hard to, to get the coating off of this cable. I'm not just going to take and go and strip the whole thing like I did on some of our competitors' antennas. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying what it is. It's a different type of coating. When when they build these, these antennas are, are built on the coating. The downside to polyurethane, which is the cap, there's only one the glue. one glue that works with polyurethane. It's expensive. It smells like shit, and it still doesn't do great. So the caps want to come off of these antennas you know what i mean like um it's just it is what it is i don't have a better way of capping this with a polyurethane we have to use a special glue that we have to order in bulk and when you open that glue we have to do a bunch of antennas and then we throw the glue away i mean it's like a one-time use glue and it's a pain in the ass I, I i don't like it so but it does what we want it gets the uh the cable to be flexible, the coating to hold the form, and we we make shift with with our cap on the best we can by trying to glue them on with the special glue. Um, the downside, there's no bright colors in this. I I can't get a bright color in this type of build, right? So yeah. so we went with the green, the dark green, which thousands of people know about these green Tuscan antennas. We get them in all the time. A lot of people use this antenna they work great you know what i mean um the hardness of it is good and and so that that's been what we've had forever
So from there, I would go to Garmin's antenna, okay? This is what the Garmin antenna looks like. You can notice it's got a shiny coating, so it's different. You can't run your fingernails in it. It's hard like a polyurethane, but it's not polyurethane, right? Like I, I thought it always was. It's a different type of plastic. I'm not even going to tell you what plastic it is because I don't want people copying it. They'll find out. They'll figure it out. Like, you know, whoever wants to do this, it's, it's not rocket science. I've seen a couple competitors that have this type of coating. It's got a shiny coating to it. It's nice and hard. If I try to strip it, it strips like a polyurethane. Really difficult. Like I'm having to put a lot of force and try not to cut myself. And I'm having to, it's wanting to not strip big pieces, right? So I'm, I'm having to whittle pieces down with a knife. I don't know if you can see that or not. You know what I mean? So, so I have to whittle that down. I'll grab a different one and show you. Um, here, here's a good one. I'll show you again what a what a what a PVC coating does. Look, see, I just stripped that right on there. You I can't make wraps do that. out of PVC. Like it's yep. really flexible. So yeah, I'm not I'm not exaggerating when I'm trying to cut these. You know what I mean? Like, I'm literally trying to strip it. And if I do it slow, I can start to get it that way. But I, I, I really, it wants to kick off the knife. So that's polyurethane. And when I try and do a, a Garmin collar, which is a, a different type of, I'm trying not to cut my thumb because this would be bad on the podcast. So no, it's just when he adds, edits it, puts a little Band-Aid yeah. Yeah, over the knife. Band -Aid. Yeah. yeah, I got it down to the cable a little bit, but I'm going to have to just whittle on that to get the cable exposed. I, uh, can I get those I, just so I can try and play with them? Yeah. You know, see how they come. And even when you strip them, there it still leaves that little bit. There you go. There's three. There's a there's a, um, a, a hardened plastic. There's a PVC plastic. Right. And then there's a... Um, our, our polyurethane plastic. And so there's different types of coating that you can do. So the, the key component of this is, is we're getting, um, notice I'm cutting away from myself. Yeah. You were, yeah, that's cause I don't have any <laughs> you have proper training. <laughs> you should see my wife with a knife. I'm bad. <laughs> she cuts steak and I'm like, you're, you're cutting the steak wrong, man. Don't <laughs> chop like that. I like a sharp knife. I'm, I'm like, Anal uh, about sharpening don't, my don't knife. Don't look at this one. This is this one needs a touch up. Yeah, no, I need to I need to touch my knife up anyways. I always keep a sharp knife and I'll we, we keep a sharpener here in the shop because I'll be over here like sharp my knife. It's a it's an art. Anyways, um so at this point, I think I've I've hammered home the differences and how you can build the cable. I can tell you that we have bright colors on all our new antennas. The, these new Tuscan antennas, we're gonna have bright colors. I, I might even get, I don't even want to say it. We might You're, even get to glow in the dark. I don't know. We're, we're, oh, we're playing. I'm going to let awesome. it out. Whatever. So I'm playing with that to see if we can't get to a glow in the dark color. So, um, but the big thing is, is they're built right. Okay. I didn't build them with a PVC coating. I didn't build them with a, a stiff cable that could snap and break. We went to the drawing board and, and did them right. So that's the one thing about these is if you have any issues with them, if you have any problems, I want you to. To, to give us a call. Let's circle back around and talk about the the um, the one question I have, and I've thought about trying to improve the performance, and the way I would do that, and I even talked to you, Jason, about this. I don't think, have I? A little about copper. Yeah. like Yeah, we talked a, briefly. Okay. So I've thought about doing a copper build, and I got a quote out to have these built in copper with a, a good coating. So 
they'd be built the same, but they'd built with, with copper, which should be electrically lower resistance, which in the antenna world, more power would go out the antenna rather than get on the load of the antenna. Um, so by the books, a copper antenna should perform better than a stainless steel antenna. Now, is that solid copper or call, you know, copper lined or, or wrapped with copper? Okay. It would be, um, I, I wouldn't do a solid copper because it would break. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Like that, it'd be no point. In, I really am adverse to breaking antennas. When you get a customer that calls and says, oh, I come, might not come back with an antenna that's broken. Well, yeah, and you're, <clears throat> you could potentially lose what you're hunting, you're tracking, your dog. There's there's a lot of consequences to it. Right, right. So so I don't like, I'm not going to build an antenna that breaks, right? And my concern with copper, and I've done a lot of research on it, at the, at the, the, the distance that we're measuring these antennas, the resistivity of that short of an antenna run is not that much of a difference. So, so we might see, looking at the research of people who've tried different antennas at different wavelengths than what we're dealing with, we might see less than half of a dB of gain, which is almost hardly nothing. It'd be really hard to measure that low of a, a dB. Um, so maybe you could get a little bit better performance out of using copper, but the risks with using copper that in my head Everybody's Crazy. seen those copper, those truck ones that are all corroded and they got shit on them. Turn you know green. what I mean? They, they turn green. Cop copper, brass, all of that is the bane of anybody in a seagoing service that has had to deal with copper or brass. It corrodes. Yep. Out in the woods, it's not a dry desert. Yep. It's wet. And that corrosion is a solid copper or a large amount of copper compared to another metal. I mean, you're running into corrosion, but also your the two metals touching is going to create its own type of yeah. corrosion. So there's a lot to look at. So, so my concern is, is yeah, in the short term, I could measure, I could get an antenna that performs better, but after a couple months, after a year, after a certain time period, it may perform worse than than stainless steel because of the, the environmental aspects right. on it. So I'm like, you know what? I mean, we could. We could come out the gate and be like, oh, we got an antenna that gets 10% better. You know what I mean? And and be like, yeah, we can show you. When you put a new antenna on, you're going to get 10% better. But after three months, maybe that's different. You know what I mean? That's my yeah. – so so a lot of these times, I mean, it's it's easy to jump on the bandwagon and look at the short the short problem and go, oh, man, we could use copper. You know, just like you said, well, can you use copper? Yeah, yeah, there are things we can do, but – well, that's why a lot of these antennas you see on bigger applications are completely sealed off. They're mm -hmm. they're waterproof. Yeah. They're they're worldproof because the manufacturers know <clears throat> that you get moisture in that copper or those mixed materials, and you lose performance. You lose right. You know, there's a lot of things that happen, and that gets expensive. But it it in that realm, the dog hunter is much more detrimental to their equipment than any ham radio guy, any application, even in the military. I mean, I, I would I would put the the use and abuse that a dog puts stuff through is rougher than the military. Like Garmin has physically said their worst customer is the dog. 
They just yeah, don't they care. The dog don't give a shit that you put the three hundred fifty dollar collar on it. Just spent some more time with some Marines who have been drinking because they will they'll destroy anything in their path. But, but they still don't. No, yeah, give they, a shit compared to a dog. Right. My dog is like. Three three hundred fifty. Put two of them bitches on me, and I'm gonna run through this. Come here. You yeah, it's a care. chew toy. It, yeah, exactly. It's whatever I'm like, it needs to be. You know that's like three hundred fifty dollars, right? And he just looks at me like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, let's roll, let's go. So that part of it is tough sometimes for companies, and I know. I mean, Garmin has. I mean, they 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 have a wide range of of stuff. They do have military contracts. They got helicopters. They got aviation. They got whatever, and. And they have point blank said the hardest customer they have to please is the dog. The dog is the most aggressive and thing that that beats their stuff up almost. And maybe it's, it's changed, but you know what I mean. Like they go through the water. They don't. They don't care what they're wearing on their. No, back. they're they're more goal oriented than yeah. people because they will go. You know, you put a person through a situation. They're like, mm, I don't know about that. That could hurt just, me. A dog just. <laughs> Dog yeah, says, I, master says, do this, I go. Yeah. So, so anyways, a lot of times, you know, like thinking about the copper and I have a, a bid out to get copper and I, I don't think, I think I'm going to talk myself out of it because I'm worried about the long-term repercussions of like, I could get a little bit of here, but I think the long-term cost of what copper would do to performance is going to cost uh, it, honestly, it just cost me reputation. A year later, people are gonna be like, "Those antennas suck." You know what I mean? You're they, talking about half dB, isn't that what you said? Probably. I, I think mean, think of how much get. resistance you can build up in a, a copper antenna over a yeah. year, so and you're gonna be below par. Yep. So I think out the gate we would be able to show it. And so if you see this, I, and, I, and maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I'm not. Or for our arid customers, you know, the guys in the southwest, or you know, that I don't think it matters. Be a decent option. I don't once, think it's gonna once, matter. Well, that's the thing with. Any moisture gets in there, gets trapped. Because I mean, like, you know, there's there's no point even. Well, let's take away the parts we cut it, but if the cap seals perfectly and never comes off, and it's got a good seal, you've still got this area that could be exposed. And once moisture gets in there, Dude, your degradation yeah. is just—it's going to compound hot, yeah. cold. Have, heat. have you ever chased down a, a shitty wire in a truck? And like, oh yeah, you go down three feet and be like, oh, I bet you it's good right here, and you cut that shit off, and it's like still bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes that I don't even stuff. I want to just... think about that. I got to change out a blinker light on my bumper, and I'm just, I'm, not, I know it's yeah. a wire. I just don't want to chase it. Like chasing a trailer, you know, wiring oh, yeah. on a trailer yeah. or whatever, and it's like you can go ten feet from the edge of that wire, and it still is is crap. So I have zero. I have zero confidence that I can stop it in a foot and a half. If I can't stop it on the trailer, if they, if they can't figure out the trailer, when you ever rewire a, a, a trailer and you cut that shit in the middle of 10 feet and you're like, man, it looks green and it's you know oxidized and you're like, dude, does this thing even work? It doesn't even look like a wire anymore. And I have you zero doubt. replace it, you, you know, snake it back through, everything's perfect. Yeah. You go five miles down the road and you're back to the same problem yeah. and yeah. you're just hitting your head against something. So I don't want to, I don't want to bring that problem in. So I, I've, I've thought about copper, but the more I think about it, the more I think it's a bad idea. And yeah. which is, which is rare for me. Cause normally I'm like, this is a great idea. And I, I learned the hard way. <laughs> I'm starting to get to where I'm like, let me think this through a little bit more. You know what I mean? So, so anyways, that's, that's my little tidbit on, on that is after thinking it through, I'm like, yeah, maybe that's not the best idea. Um, normally I would have just ordered it and, and done it. And yeah, and but you think things way. differently now. There's a big difference. And I think antennas is a prime 
yeah. example of a, a quick nickel and a slow dime. You know, like everybody jumps on the bandwagon and they throw something out there because they all work. Like, let's be real about it. Extended range when it comes to collar antennas. There's not a lot of range difference between any of them at this yep. point. Would you say, buddy? No. I think the extended range language comes back from the DC-30 and DC-40 days. When you're well, comparing it. people's minds. If, 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 if for those old guys that remember what a DC-30 antenna came with, what a DC-40 antenna came with, yes, we could prove better range in those, in those comparisons. But coming off the line with a TT15X or a, a mini collar or whatever, I'm not going to be able to put an antenna on that collar that performs any better and normally not any worse yeah. in, the, in, the, in the configurations so like that we're doing. It's like a, you know, they do it with social media. They do it with, you know, I think for old infomercials, there's buzzwords. There's things that yeah. might actually like stay sharper 15% long. 15% of what? You know, how yep. long does that last? So they're using those, but because everybody wants that longer range, that guarantee. So, yep. you know, they put the, like a Tommy boy, you put the warranty on the box so they can see it. Right. Um, it's those buzzwords. It's those things people that warm and fuzzy people want. And well, yes, it, there may be some truth, but it's also, they know how the mind works and what to well, say. Um, I was going to say like for you, for a reference, Mike, and anybody who doesn't know the old days of the DC thirties and forties, like, look at any of your factory VHF antennas on the handhelds. Right. Like, very, very similar construction. Yeah, my, solid first, core. my first cell phone had a little Motorola and it had a little antenna, and that antenna broke, and you lost everything. But you you would open it up a little bit, and suddenly you got signal everywhere. Yeah. Like, same thing. You know, you, you technology changes, um, and, you know, extended range could mean, could mean 30 feet, could mean 10 miles. And there's... It's very hard for the average person to, to prove that. Yeah. And that's why durability is the big thing, I think, in the antenna world. And that's why I know it's so important. Well, to buddy, you got dogs. I don't like yep. looking for lost dogs, you know. Yeah. So it, it matters for all of it. The antennas on the collars are, are definitely, I want folks to think about how and what. And I'm not saying that these antennas that I have are going to break. I mean, they, they're built differently than the ones that we, we built 10 years ago. I, I really, I don't know. I hope that they don't for them because, man, that's a that's a hard lesson to learn. I, I learned it. Luckily, if I had to learn that lesson today, you know what I mean? Like replacing, a, you know, I don't know how many tens. Think of how much antennas. cheaper it was to learn back then than it would be to learn now. <laughs> how many times? I, I bet you. A couple anten hundred antennas we replaced, me, me and Jason, has called back customers and oh, said, yeah. you know what? We screwed up. We messed up on these. Some people got exactly what they wanted. Some people, what they received was not what they expected. Based on the language that, that, uh, that our website said and based on the expectations of knowing what our green ones were, right? So, so they had experience with our green ones. They had experience with Garmin. And then they look at our website and go, oh, extended range antenna, and they're colorful. They expected something similar, and I apologize. That was, that was, that, I own that. Like, we messed up, and we made the decision to go back and replace every single one. And um, it was a little more, luckily, I mean, that was, we've sold tens of thousands of, of the green ones. You know what I mean? So I know, I have very high confidence that our build on these don't break. Like so I, just I, I will say, because so, this, this, you mentioned this um a little bit in the interview and then before i actually started i saw this on social media and this is something i talked to my wife about 
um, was you'd mentioned that, you know, the owning your mistakes or going back on it and then seeing this online before I even stepped in the door to work here and I asked somebody about it. And to me, like that's the type of people I want to be around. The environment I want to work around is, hey, we really messed up and let us make this right because that you know there's a difference between oh i broke the wrench i'm sorry we'll get a new one and you know hey we kind of screwed up and we need to make it right with you guys let's get this figured out i'm um, not gonna lie I, we were trying to find a way to snake out of it <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> lie it was like can we sell five dollars we share the shipping i mean we we had toyed around with the option and, and oh, any, of those op any of the options would have been fine like i would have been totally comfortable saying hey if you pay for the shipping, you know, I mean, like all these, uh, these companies, you know, they, they like these rings, you ever seen these, these plastic rings that break, you know what I mean? They're, they're silicone based rings and you look at them, they're lifetime warranty. And it's like, basically pay the, you know, seven, eight ninety five shipping and we'll replace it for life. And I'm like, I know what they're doing. You know what I mean? I, I as a business yep. owner, I'm like, okay, they're paying $4 and, and you know, they yeah. get that ring made for, I mean, I've got pennies. a, a 10 pack sitting in my Amazon cart for like right. eight bucks. Like, yeah. I'm not going to go through the lifetime warranty when it's just, yeah. or you go to the hardware store and so, grab a handful of O-rings. Like, so we thought about, we could have done that where, you know, honestly we would have cut for the shipping and stuff like that. When we looked at the numbers, the, the truth was almost every single customer that we looked at, some of these were really good customers, really good customers, like thousands of dollars. Or and, first time. Or first time customers, you know what I mean? Good, good experience. And we looked at it and we said, you know what? Is that customer worth the three dollars to ship it? Basically, you know what I mean. The three dollars to ship it and, and replace it, and the answer was almost always yes. And so, when it came down to that mentality of, granted, this isn't replacing three hundred fifty dollar TT fifteen X. I wish we could have done that, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? All the, all the guys on the fifteen X callers. I apologize. I, I don't have deep enough pockets to do that. On the scale, we can the, swing an antenna though. You know what I mean? Like, I wish Carmen would. Have, you know, there's some issues with those X callers that we we had to 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 fight through, and and uh, it was painful. But when we looked at this issue and said, "We this is our problem. We own this one. This is one that we kind of came to the table and said, nope, we're going to step up and and we're going to cover it right on this one.' So, so we did. We've contacted almost everybody. There's been a couple people. You know how many people have full voicemails on their phones nowadays? Everybody. <laughs> I mean, does anybody check usually. their phone messages anymore? It's like, oh, your voicemail is full. Yeah, why? Why voicemail when you can call and then text or call, hang up, and hope they call back? Well, yeah, yeah they think you're calling them about their car insurance or something. Yeah, they probably they seen the eight five five number or eight hundred number, and they're like, yeah, I ain't answering that. I don't, I don't need a free cruise. <laughs> so, um, yeah, free antenna is like, yeah, bullshit. No, no free antenna. There's no such thing as a free antenna. Um, so I'd say there's a handful of people that we weren't able to. And we'll probably try to find other means of, of contacting them via email, via text or whatever. So if you're one of them people that bought, and it's only only the really bright, colorful antennas that are on our website in the last year, we're offering to replace every single one of them that was, was purchased on our website. Um, I had a question online. They were like, what about the green ones? I'm like, nope, the green ones, there's no problem solid. with the green ones. We've sold thousands and tens of thousands of, of green antennas. Like, we know where those are. I'm really, I already learned my lesson on those. I already replaced, <laughs> replaced the red ones that we broke. Um, that how was did you do that? Do you remember how many oh, you had to replace? I don't, but it wasn't, it wasn't um, fun. It wasn't 100, like this. It was under 100 probably. You know what I mean? Like it was the, 
the scale of how many antennas we sold back then was much less. You know what I mean? Like this was back when you'd yeah. order them by the dozen and not by the freaking hundreds. We were we were ordering them. No, we were we were we were ordering by the by the roll. So was, we we'd order different rolls of cable and and cut and build them ourselves. Um, a lot of manpower. It was. Well, I didn't have nothing else to do. We weren't selling, <laughs> we were selling <laughs> we're some stuff, busy. but not like we are today. Today, it's like, nope, I, I, I can't do that. Um, so, j- just lessons learned, man. Sometimes, sometimes some lessons hurt more than others. This was one we could afford, and I'm glad we got it done. I'm tired of cold calling people, which I I did enjoy talking with a lot of different. That was the best. It was part cool. Of this. It was was asking them, being like. But what's your thoughts on those antennas? And and you can see most of them were like their wheels are spinning. They're trying to answer the question. <laughs> the I want to know what your voicemail was because they all like all of them that called back were very similar. And oh, buddy called me about this and this and this. You must have had it like down. <laughs> by the last, you know, by the, the two hundred antenna call, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you I get like, it. I was like, you know, basically, I, I just said, I said, hey, I said, I have you on a list. Um, that you ordered these antennas. I know we told them what color. Yes, it looks like you ordered a green antenna and a yellow antenna. Um, we've we've done some changes on that. I'd like to hear your thoughts about how they are. And then I'd like to offer to replace those antennas with our new version and see what your thoughts are with the new version. And that well, was basically that it. I wanted to give enough so that... so that They call back? Will, and I'm horrible because I never tried to upsell. I never tried to... I seen, I seen you put a couple orders in where they're like, had oh yeah! On order. <laughs> Jay's yeah, like, well, oh, you, you know how else? our customers are. The, well, I got you on the phone. That's my yeah. favorite line. That's uh, my drinking game. I crack a beer every time someone says, "Well, I, I got eat. you on the phone." So uh, yeah, yeah, we threw some orders in there, and I made it a point not to, <laughs> and I and I should like the, the, this is this is one of those things that I was like, I called them. I didn't want people thinking that we were calling them to try to sell them more shit. Dialing <laughs> you know I mean? like, for dollars. Is, yeah, exactly. Okay, we need some money. So, so so hear me out. We just got done watching Wolf of Wall Street. And yeah. And I've got you on the phone. <laughs> we yeah. need your money. No, it was really, that was probably like the most, I'm going to be honest, most fun I've had on the phone for like those two days because it's easy to call and be the nice guy. Like there was nobody chewing my butt over that. Like they were just happy. <laughs> yeah, and and most like I said, I, I when I when I got them on the phone, I was like, hey, before I put words in your mouth, what's your thoughts on those antennas? And there was a lot of them. Was like, I haven't even put them on yet. I just got them for backup. You know, I mean, like, there's there were some people that didn't have them, and then other people. I mean, I had some that were like, I threw them away. I threw them in the trash. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad I called you today, sir. <laughs> I wish you had called me. Yeah, I wish you would have called me before you threw them in the trash and told me you're throwing them in the trash. But you know, that was months ago. So we have some really good customers. They, he's like, "Oh, it's not your fault." I'm like, "Yeah, it, it, a little bit. Like, it is our fault a little bit. We didn't, we didn't explain them the way we should have." And I, I, when I looked at the language and stuff that was on the website, I'm like, I was just embarrassed. I was like, I'm a little embarrassed that we let that happen. But that's um, that's huge, though. I mean, I remember I. I was overseas. Um, I bought a brand new product on the market, new generation of the product, the multi-tool or multitasker 3X. Brand new on the market. I was like, I got, I've messed with the two. I got to buy it. So I ordered it overseas, had this $150 multi-tool sent to me. First use, I'm cranking on a 50 cal tool and it just snaps. Right. 
I emailed a company that night. I was like, hey, I was working on this gun. Um, this broke. This is my mod. I've got the, you know, the desert tan with the combo serrated blade and this attachment. He's like, hey, we are completely sold out. We're not going to restock it. It's too expensive, but I'll get you a replacement. Two days later, I am in the Middle East, and two days later, I have an overnight box sitting on my rack on the boat. And, you know, since that day, if I'm buying a multi-tool or even the knife I'm carrying today, it's something from Multitasker. Yeah. Because they were so cool. They were honest. Like, wow, we can't believe it. You know, you broke that part. Like, we need to, we need to fix this. And now, you know, occasionally I'll see the – for a while, I was talking with the owner on Facebook or um, – you know, he's been pretty quiet lately, but it's one of those companies that now I'm a huge fanboy because they they ponied up and they made it right. So and yeah. especially in the outdoor world, the knives, guns, hunting, all that stuff, we want a good company that's going to take care of us. And yeah. that's important. Well, that's we, what we, we, we need to do. Sometimes we do great at it, sometimes not so great. And we'll... You get on the phones with people. You stick around. You get on the phone. You'll, you'll yeah. hear about it. We have some really good customers, and and that's the, that's the beauty of it. We need to wrap this up here, but the 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 best part about it is is we have some freaking phenomenal customers, and it makes it easy yeah. when when you have good customers. And I can I can attest that that it's like, dude, I I would do a shitty job trying to stand behind some products if I had to deal with a-hole customers all the all the time so calling people and and i, I mean i i had some they're like no no don't do that don't do that and and i just explained i'm like you know what I, I mean we would do this if you called and bitched at us just to get you to shut up you know what i mean like like a lot of times that's what companies do is like oh what, what can i do to get this guy to shut up right and i'm like i personally want to do it for the people who didn't call us you know what I mean? Like yeah. they were just happy throwing it in the trash and saying, "Hey, lesson learned. I won't buy that antenna again." And they didn't hold it against us. They could have. You know what I mean? Like one hundred percent. Like they, we sold them something that was was not what they expected. But they had already thrown it in the trash. They moved on with their day. They were still happy with our service. And and those are the situations that I'm glad at the end of the day that we went back and called and talked yeah. to them because I'm like, man, I want to hear that. I wish they would have called me earlier. Um, when you do call him bitch, just let us know that you love us still. And we'll yeah, just start it off with like, hey, I'm going to vent. If somebody, I'm going to tell you right now, somebody answers the phone and talks to me and says, I just need to vent, I'm going to listen. And you can yell, you can use whatever vernacular you want to use. <laughs> I could care less. <laughs> right, right. So anyways, we'll wrap this up. That's basically on the antennas. You've seen the, the Facebook post. Um, I'm excited about these antennas. I think they're going to be a long term product that we're going to have for a long time and we'll see our green ones slow off before i i let go I, I went and grabbed a bunch of antennas out of the trash from our service department because the question i have is are they chewable you know what, what's the chewability of them and so i have for comparison i have some green ones that's got chewed out and i picked the worst ones i seen in their trash so so there's a green one that, that got chewed up. That one got chewed off in the, in the tip. You know what I mean? Some oh, that's a good exposed. one. I got one like that's almost a full fish hook on the end yep. like that. So um, anyway, so so definitely some chew on our green ones. Uh, and I looked at some Garmin ones. And so the Garmin ones are more built like what our new ones are. And they, they don't hold up curly. any better. So I don't think... 
if you're looking for a, a true proof antenna, I'm I'm gonna tell you these are not gonna be like all true proof. I haven't figured out how to get the true proof done. So, but they are these. We should clarify these are not the flavored antennas. Yeah, they're not flavored, and they're much more durable than the PVC coated antennas. So the PVC coated antennas. When you chewed those, the the end would fray out. I don't know if you ever seen those tracking oh, yeah. collars. It made like a little rat's nest at the end of the collar. For the most part, these don't make the rat's nest. I've seen some antennas, very few, that come out with the rat's nest at the end. The eye but pokers. The the PVC coated ones, the really flexible ones. If dogs start chewing on those, those will turn into a rat's nest at the end, and and they can, you know, poke and eyes, well, I mean, whatever. I'm assuming the chemical or what this coating is somewhat non-toxic. Dogs don't care. Uh, I, don't I mean, care. I know. But... <laughs> they got you. You're going to clean it up no matter what happens anyway, man. They don't <laughs> no, crap. I, I know. I was just thinking like, you yeah. know. No, it's. It, it's, yeah. The, they just chew on them. It's, uh, it's, it's different PVC. Pla- I mean, uh, it, that's on a scale that, yeah. They're not chewing enough of it to make them see the little tiny pieces they probably get off. There's, there's all studies about the plastic and the problem. You know what? But I mean, you can get into total weeds on that. Like yeah. all the plastic and the bottles and the water bottles and and like that's on a scale that. That's we. I left my foil hat at home today, yeah. so we'll. We can I wouldn't say it's later. foil hat. I think there's some no, truth no, to for that. Sure. But um, I don't got I mean, the bandwidth to figure out what I'm going to put on a coating. <laughs> like, Our dogs are chewing it and getting extra, extra. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, if I could figure out how to make them not chew it, like putting some toxicity shit in there that they don't chew on. Oh, like, no, no, just, maybe we should put that in there. With, uh, coat them with chili powder and just send them home. Dude, <laughs> with, the crib spray. I've had guys use that with good luck, like for hor- cribbing horses. Spray yeah. them down like that apple bitters or whatever. People should let us know what 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 would what works to get dogs to stop chewing on them. I don't know what the answer is. I always, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna. We got we got to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything well, else, Jason? No. Welcome to the team, Mike. Hopefully, no, everybody I, will get I'm, to talk uh, to you at some point. No, I'm, I'm learning. It's second day, halfway in, already on the podcast. Good for me. Um, but um. Learn this is the top. So like, just so you know, you reach the the, the top. <laughs> down Day two from here. No, I'm I'm really happy. Um, like you said, I've been asking some questions. I'm probably too technical, and I'm like digging into the weeds too soon. Um, but I'm enjoying it so far, and it's nice to be in a small team environment, family, you know, happiness based. So it's a, it's a good change and I'm really excited moving forward. Well, there's no hunting season going on right now. So my happiness level is I'll just be at work. <laughs> wait wait season, till about my October. My, my happiness goes down in hunting season. I want to be here. Don't be like, let me be going hunting. September, October is like a ghost town sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Well, let's wrap this up.